You're listening to the Off Harbor and Maine podcast. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Off Harbor and Maine podcast. I'm Joel Covey, coming to you from the Tropical and I studios in Orange County, California. Today on episode six, I'm joined via the interwebs by my close friends, Beth and Derek today. How's it going over there? It's going good. It's pretty awesome. Good, good. Well, let's go around real quick. Um, I know we're short Matt tonight, but we still have a couple other people uh, drinking. So uh, what do you got over there, Beth? Okay, so today I don't know what this is called. I invented this drink, um, but I made a simple syrup the other day with strawberries and rosemary. Ooh. So it's strawberry, rosemary, simple syrup with vodka and some sparkling water. And I got to say, it is extremely refreshing. And to be extra fancy, I put it in a martini glass. So I'm feeling real fancy. Damn. Yeah, and it has <laughs> a pretty color to fancy. it. Yeah, it's like this like pastel pink. I'm, I'm loving it today. You're getting yeah, good at this. She's going to post it later <laughs> and you're going to just, really, it's just rosé. It's yeah, nothing else. <laughs> but it, the taste, the taste, strawberries and rosemary, it's so good. It's really refreshing. It smells very summery. See, this makes me want to start planting rosemary and other te- yeah. basil and stuff in the back so I can use Just it for my drinks. Make yeah, a whole Tomorrowland right on your patio. Yeah. All edible plants. It's <laughs> a good idea. Exactly. Derek, what do you got over there? Well, I was going to lie because... <laughs> I didn't have any ideas for fancy drinks, and I really wanted a fancy drink, but I was going to say that I was I had some martini cocktail or a gin and tonic, but I'll be honest, I am drinking an Estrella Jalisco Mango Michelada with Clamato. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I, um, I know that people have some feelings about it, and it's not everyone's favorite, but I'm enjoying it tonight, so... There you go. It sounded fancy, so <laughs> you enjoy that drink. <laughs> I will. Yeah. What are you drinking? Well, Joel? I have. I'm. I'm going to my go-to. I, I did a Manhattan, so nothing too fancy. Nice. I threw a little OJ in there because I didn't have any fresh fruit, but I do like a little citrus added to my Manhattans to take down the bite. So I have a little OJ on there, or in there, and uh, it's pretty good. Can't go wrong with it. And Some also in a bourbon. martini glass, so it sounds delicious. Nice. Yeah, Looks go. good. Well, everybody, cheers. Cheers. Episode cheers. six. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I may need to make another drink quick. All right. Well, especially after today's news, we were going to skip over this, but I don't know how we not mention it just because it's such a big deal and it's been talked about all, so much leading up to this date. But we got to mention Splash Mountain with That's the right. news that it's going to be coming a Princess and the Frog rethemed attraction. And we have not actually even really had a chance to discuss our thoughts, like just amongst ourselves, really, because no, yeah. everyone's been working today. It. And yeah, yeah. so but no, we even have, none of us have really even shared our thoughts yet. I, I haven't, even, I haven't yeah. really even processed it. It really just came out a few hours ago um, before us recording this. And I've been busy all day long and I'm just having a chance to wind down. So my thoughts right now is really my first chance to, to really talk it out. Did you get to read the press release itself yet? I like did. Did you actually, okay. I read the press release. It was well-worded. And I mean, 
they did it in a way to make it not seem like it was in direct reaction to everyone's response to or everyone's feelings currently on uh, the backstory or the relationship that that has the Song of the South. But uh, I thought, it, I mean, the press release and how they're wording it, I think they did a good job. I know they're saying they've done it for a year and people online are trying to say, no, there's no way they've been working on it for over a year. But I, I think the concept art's pretty darn good. I don't think they just randomly, oh, okay, people are talking about it right now. Let's get this out. Let's get the sucker going. And within three weeks of people starting to really talk about it online, we're going to go ahead and um, announce that we're changing it. Well, the concept art itself was gorgeous. So it beautiful. I would I would yeah. put that on my wall. <laughs> it's beautiful. <Yeah. laughs> Anything from Princess the Frog I'd put on my wall. I think the That's all the true. background art and the, the cells are beautiful. Yeah, it's true. Um, so for me personally, I am cautiously optimistic, I guess. That's perfect. I'll yeah. say for my own personal preference, I don't mind Song of the South being rethemed. I'm fine with that. You I would have oh, Yes, Splash Mountain. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind Splash Mountain. I think we Mountain. all want some of the South Yeah, that should just be rethemed. No, I I don't have any problems with Splash Mountain being rethemed. That's fine. I wish that Princess and the Frog could have gotten an attraction that was mm-hmm. built from the ground up directly for it. But I understand. You know, two birds with one stone. Let's we'll take out this thing that's problematic from the beginning, retheme it to this. Okay, whatever. That's fine. But. I'm really excited to see, you know, the the people who are like heading it, um, Sharita Carter, uh, which mm-hmm. I believe she did the um, the Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. I believe she was in charge of that. Um, oh, right. Tony Baxter coming yeah, I saw out they're bringing to like Tony Baxter back Baxter. for this. Yeah, all well, the original voice um, voice actors coming back to voice their parts, mm-hmm. and it takes place after the final kiss in the movie. So Tiana gets to be a human, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> no which frogs hopping around. always my, I love the movie. That was always my gripe about it. So I am cautiously optimistic to see what will happen. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. Plus music, new music. The music was so good anyways. Did they say there was going to be new music? I believe they said there was going to be new music as well. Okay. I'm pretty I sure. So. Don't it, quote it, me, but. Yeah. New, and that's my challenge I have with any of the current, like super Disney or IP direct attractions where they have it just i mean obviously it's good this is not a retelling they've learned the lesson the lesson they know they can't just do a retelling of a story but mm-hmm. it's tough even for frozen ever, ever after even though i love that attraction actually it's tough because it's just it's the same music and i feel like i'm not getting anything i just like the originality that comes with an attraction a new with score all new score yeah, yeah. 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 And if they, you know, took a couple of notes of the original song, that's fine. But yeah, having that new mm-hmm. score, I think will really bring it home. I really wouldn't mind even if they did take the original music because that music was really it is so fun. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to, to put it into a ride will really get you in the mood of it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, reading through the press release and the fact that it's based off of them um, preparing for Mardi Gras, I think is a really nice twist to it um and yeah kudos to disney i think it was a really courageous move on their part i know that it's tough to take a classic ride i think if you guys remember from one of my previous um well one of our previous podcasts we talked about our favorite rides and um splash mountain was one of them so Mm -hmm. it is hard to let it go you know coming thinking about my childhood and and growing up on that ride I, i really wish that there was a way to have separated that from that from its origins you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and from the controversy that it's done from and 
in and of itself, it would have been perfect. But I understand the reasons for why things need to change, and I I love that they went with this theme. I think it's perfect、um, setting for for what. They need to put. For, I think it's for, it's、yeah. the right theme, especially for Disneyland. I know there's challenges with putting that in the Magic Kingdom because of its location and being right next to the Big Thunder Mountain. But I struggle still with everyone's concerns with it being tied to this problematic movie or racist movie. I mean, let's just say it. And by all means, I understand why the movie is considered racist. However, I still have a challenge with talking about, hey, you know, we need to change this because it it's. All the characters in the attraction, while they're in the movie, they don't relate to any of the actual problematic parts of the movie. And Uncle Remus, Remus is not in the attraction, and yes, he voices Brer Fox, I believe, but he's not in the attraction. And those items that were controversial from the movie that no one really has even seen—I mean, I've seen a, a bootleg version. I know Beth, you've seen it as well.、Mm-hmm. But I mean. What ninety eight percent of the people that go on that ride don't even know the relation to it, and I don't know if anyone really got offended. And I understand and I respect everyone's opinion on, hey, you know, if this does re- offend somebody because of the racist undertones to the movie, then I I understand that. But I just don't know who was actually offended by it, and I'm I'm sure there's somebody. I think another thing that, that you probably don't even honestly think about,、um, but the the. The language that is used by the animals, even just the name Brer Rabbit, Brer Bear,、mm-hmm. it's oh my god, I can't even think of his name right now. The、um, but the author who wrote it, whose name we'll find、right. out later, <laughs> whatever white, his name right? is, yeah, he's white, but he wrote the stories down in using like a minstrel style of speaking. So Even the characters themselves and the attraction are using the minstrel way of speaking.、Mm-hmm. So that in itself is problematic. We know, you know, the whole minstrel, you know, entertainment sector was very racist. So even just the words that are being used and how they're pronounced and how they're said are based off of minstrel acts, which. I know that when it was made, you know, wasn't really something that was thought about. It was oh, it's entertainment, it's fine. But just now knowing a little bit more about it, I can see why. People learning more now are saying, "Oh, wait, that is that is offensive. Maybe it didn't offend them before. Maybe、mm-hmm. they didn't even realize." But just now learning things because people are taking a step back and learning more about the the entertainment that they consume are, are saying, "Oh, wow, wait a second. Maybe that maybe that does offend me." And see, that's where I think my my ignorance comes into play because I、mm-hmm. I understand that the voices being used, even though like the voice of Brer Fox is by a black gentleman, I still. Don't I mean I I myself don't know enough to realize that hey this the backstory and why these inflections or this accent of, for lack of a better way to put it, it has racist undertones right、mm-hmm. so and it's crazy to think like even this you know actor was totally okay with using these inflections and using this style of voices but again it was so close to those that time period anyway right this movie's from nineteen forty six and really I mean. He's a black actor trying to get work, you know. Right. <laughs> He, yeah, I get at it. At that at、yeah. that point in time, you really can't be that picky either. And I think that's really just the main thing is we can't know everything, we can't understand everything. But as long as I think everyone is just like willing to be open and like listening to other people, then I mean, I think we'll be okay as long as we're willing to to listen. And thankfully, if we're going to replace it with anything, Princess and the Frog is such a wonderful movie that agree. I, 
I really think they can they can do it right. I'm gonna go a little deep on this, just uh, with the style of new attractions that Disney is, has been doing. It's kind of hard for me to explain, but for instance, Frozen Ever After, with how clean everything is, or even Radiator Springs Racers, like it's just everything is so pristine and clean and perfect mm-hmm. that to me it takes me out of the actual attraction because like even with Splash Mountain. Or let's look at Pirates is a great example. Haunted Mansion, even though they have dust in there on purpose, yada, yada. But it, it's not perf- perfect. It's not everything is crisp. Go ahead. Everything has that texture. It has like, mm. you know, I don't know. I think I know what you mean. Like when I think of Happily Ever After. Oh my God, was that what it's called? Happily Ever After? Frozen Ever After. Frozen Ever, Frozen after, ever after. Yes. Yeah. Um, everything seems to me smooth. Mm-hmm. Like they're just... It, it, Every, everything just looks smooth and there's just no, you know, projections and this and that. So there's, I feel like the the depth of the characters and the depth of the story and background sometimes isn't there because you're missing all those different layers of fabrics and just right. all those different, all yeah. those different things that make the story. And at least we know with the retheme of Splash Mountain, if they keep, I'm sure they're going to keep a lot of the stuff in, inside, at least of the landscape of the hanging plants and stuff from the mm-hmm. ceiling and everything. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of that's going to remain. If anything, they're just going to plus it. Uh, it just gets concerning when you think, oh, they're probably going to do some projection mapping and they're probably going to do some other things uh, is likely that you're going to lose that texture that we're, that we right. love from yeah. some of the classics. I can see so what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when you, when you talked about um, frozen, frozen ever after is that yes what <laughs> why, <laughs> why, why do you not we know the name, name of that right not maelstrom um, yeah yeah I, I did notice how the um projections um even like the the faces of the characters are like super bright and they don't match the bodies it was one of my like um annoyances and i i get what you're saying i hope that isn't the case for splash Mountain, but i think that it is already so textured and layered that they they can't change it too much because they're already changing the whole theme of it that if they went too far to one direction I think it would just kind of totally lose the the experience of itself and totally be different from what you know what we have mm-hmm. today, which is such a great attraction. So hopefully it doesn't change too much in that direction. Do you guys think they're we gonna make that whole area New Orleans Square? In obviously in Disneyland, not in Florida. I think they're still gonna call it Critter Country because it still works with the side characters of Princess and the Frog. Right. I think you can still have it Critter Country. I'm sure someday down the line. We'll see some type of retheme of Hungry Bear. Of course, we would love Tiana's, but I don't think that's going to work unless they truly flesh they, out. They would have to. They they would have to like seriously demolish that building and yeah. right build and start over. That. Yeah, I mean, maybe and if she this was, was a critter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe right? before For... COVID nineteen, you know, before coronavirus, yeah. I'm sure it would have made sense that they could just start go all out with it right now. But I think. I don't think they're at that point of uh, Yet, yeah. going all in with something. Um, but hopefully they do with this retheme. And I think it'd be awesome to see some of even the new new audio tracks that we're seeing over at mm. Tokyo. Like oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Beauty and the yeah. Beast. That would be amazing. So if we get a bell-like audio animatronic for Tiana, I mean, I guess that's oh. a win. Then. Yeah, right. definitely Without put a projection that face. With, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo's not getting the projection faces. They're getting the... Yeah. They're getting, the real, they're getting the real stuff over there. The, <laughs> real moving parts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on. I mean, I know we could talk about Splash Mountain probably for all night and do a whole episode on it. But 
that's not why we're here. Before we get into what we're really here for, though, I did want to uh, bring back our uh, our new segment. Not everything is shit. So, uh, Derek, did you have anything for this week? You know, well, my days have kind of been in one after the next. Is kind of all the same these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I actually was able to go back into the office today, which surprisingly was a positive for me. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, complain about going to work, whatever. It's kind of cliche, but I enjoyed it today. I had a really good work day uh, by all accounts. And um, that was, for me, for my mental health, was really important um, to, to highlight, I think. And so, you know, take the good with the bad. And I just really enjoyed my day at work. So that's my I hear you. You happiness. You yeah. people, right? That's always nice. A good exactly. day at work is always... <laughs> Something <laughs> to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Did you have anything, Beth? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, mine is something that I'm looking forward to. So um, I have been social distancing hardcore. My husband and I both work from home, uh, and literally, we have. I have not seen anyone aside from waving to someone from a parking lot um, in four months like, at all. So crazy. It's a long time. So, um, but my cousin. Um, has also been doing extreme social distancing. They work from home and um, I'm going to get to see them this weekend. And I'm super excited to like actually see someone. And we've, neither one of us has seen anyone besides our like immediate like household family Mm -hmm. in like over two weeks. So I'm super excited to, you know, see a person. Yay. (laughs) Baby steps. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm just, I, I think I'm stealing what Matt may have mentioned because Matt told me about this show and I was not interested in it because from the trailers, it, it didn't look that appealing to me. I thought it was overdone. It's a story that's been told before. Um, but I finally started watching it and it's Hollywood on Netflix. Um, Beth, did you show. finish it? I did not. I've not finished it yet. No, yeah. but, oh, but I am Derek, enjoying you watched it. it. Yeah, I finished it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if everyone agrees with me. Now, the first episode, by all means, I, I, I got on Matt. I'm like, Matt, this is awful. What, what did you have me start watching? <laughs> it is incredibly cheesy, terrible writing, in my opinion. Uh, and it's all about sex. And it's just pretty people on screen being... Yeah. Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I thought that was all that it was going to be about. So I was... It, yeah, I was and I was you were really like, yes. Erica's like, this is what I'm for. (laughs) But I was like, okay, well, Matt, I'm like, what what is it that you love so much about this thing? Is just keep going with it. He he kept talking about how much he loved it. And it's only a seven episode, a limited series. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I don't need to commit, you know, five seasons here. It's just seven episodes. So I went on to the second episode and it started getting a lot better and then a little bit deeper and more relevant to today's society and and that speaks volumes because this was prepared this was made so much so long ago well before everything that's gone down over the last few months so i was really impressed with how much it speaks to today uh it spoke to back then too but now it is even more relevant than ever but getting through all seven episodes i was impartial to a lot of it because there wasn't a lot of conflict there was some bad things that were happening but it would so quickly change and turn into something good and then all of a sudden these great things kept happening to all these characters and we're talking about people that have struggled with racism and sexism and all these types of uh different um, issues that we experience even today and 
I was like, well, why, why do I still love this so much, even though there hasn't been a buildup as to why this should affect them so much or as to why I should care so much? And I realized we already know this story. We already know why these people should be affected this much by having this role come to them or having this big aha moment where somebody treats them fairly. All these things that ended up happening where I'm like, okay, there hasn't been much buildup. They, they didn't show the struggles they had much leading up to this point, but they don't need to show that anymore, which is kind of sad that we have become so accustomed to this story and we know the problems that exist in America mm-hmm. that seeing these things happen to the people, we don't even need the backstory. We Just seeing these positive it. things happen, it's like, oh <laughs> my goodness, this is mm-hmm. awesome to see. So it's just, you know, from episode three on, I mean, there's definitely still issues that occur in each episode and it still follows a normal formula, but there's still so much positive that it's just, it felt like the right thing right now that it was something that I was really craving and something that was really nice to see that kind of brought up my spirits. So something I definitely recommend if you can just get past that first episode. <laughs> it is really good so far. I, I can't wait to finish it. Oh, I kind of ruined some things there, I guess. <laughs> It's okay. If I know good things happen, it, that just, that just makes tragically. me want, that just makes me want to watch it more. <laughs> I have a really hard time right now watching anything that's like tr- like sad and depressing mm-hmm. or like really dark. I, I just have a really hard time getting through anything like that. So I prefer to know if it's it's a it's positive mostly through the way all the way through. So right. All right. Thanks everybody for your uh, um, not shitty items to talk about. Appreciate it. Yeah. But let's get into what we're really here for. We're off. We're off to the sky, off to the blue sky. It's an armchair, Imagineer, Disney California adventure. Ah, oh, my favorite. Um, yes. We'll try not to be too cringeworthy. I know what it is like to hear others dream up of what they would like to see at the parks, only to be shocked by stupidity of some people's wish lists and ideas. Well, <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. No, let's be real. <laughs> We've all so been there. Rude. Is this a sabotage setup? Uh, I feel like it is. I feel like you just called us stupid. Well, wow. just wait. I was going to say, well, it's probably going to happen again for you. So I hope you're ready. Because <laughs> wow. I'm sure we're going to say some stuff that one of you is going to roll your eyes at. But oh, you have little do faith. It. I always try to avoid these armchair, uh, like even listening to some of these because I get so frustrated listening to others. I'm like, that's not reasonable. That's not realistic. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to be reasonable either. So uh, getting into this, DCA has flourished into a beautiful park, has had some momentous improvements and some pretty big mishaps. Definitely right now it's on the right track um, at times, but we also just got Pixar Pier. So mm-hmm. it still mm. doesn't make sense to me <laughs> and I don't think it ever will. And we've already had a whole conversation about that. But so let's start this off after the Avengers campus. And for the sake of this show, we'll assume the Avengers e-ticket will still eventually get built. It sounds like it may not right now, but let's just assume it will someday. So here's what we would like to see DCA do next. It's Disney California Dreaming. <laughs> wow, that was cheesy. Wow. Right. <laughs> so, Derek, pressure on us. How about you start us off? I will. Uh, well, I do want to preface this by saying that some of these ideas are stemmed from like original DCA and what I would have loved to see the direction 
the theming go. I, I'm really excited with where they've taken it, with the exception, like we said, of Pixar Pier. Um, but yeah, I know in a previous episode, we talked about Pixar Pier quite extensively. And one of the things I did bring up there, just to give an honorable mention, was the Coco Tunnel of Love ride. I would really, really love to see something that is um, extravagant with all the bells and whistles, um, a, a water pirate style ride going through Pixar Pier, I think would be incredible. But I know I talked a little bit about that before, so I'll, I'll stick that one to our Pixar Pier episode. One of the things that I was really hoping to see, I've been um, imagineering this thing, <clears throat> and I think others have too in um, previous lives, but it would have been really great to see either in Condor Flats, when it was Condor Flats, or even now in Hollywoodland, um, a Rocketeer inverted style roller coaster. And I know that maybe not many people have seen the Rocketeer, but I just feel like it is such an, a cool theme in and of itself. It, it's not the most popular idea, but the idea of um, strapping a rocket to your back and flying through on a roller coaster seems really fun to me. Um, and just the whole theme from the Rocketeer itself, if you guys, have, you guys have movie. both seen it, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, I have such a good movie. Like, right? they should be pushing I mean, that a little bit more. It's old Plus, Hollywood. There's Nazis. Any movie with Nazis. Nazis. Well, yeah, and they're it's, bad guys. As long as there's a bad guy, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? So we win in the end, FYI <laughs> movie. But yeah, it would have been cool to see them take that to some, to some extent. I mean, it does happen in California after all. It takes place in Hollywood and it has the whole history. It has the whole vibe of what they were going with with all of these old references to back in the day. And so it would have been great to see something to that effect. Um, you know, and maybe even throw in the Bulldog Cafe or the South Seas Club restaurant mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a restaurant idea to kind of complement that, I thought would have been really cool. So that was one idea I had. Did you have a thought on that, Beth? Oh, I was just going to say the, um, the old Hollywood and Dime building would be perfect for, you know, another themed restaurant. It's just sitting there so empty, so sad. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that kind of is a good segue because <laughs> next on my list was a full-fledged Hollywood blessing. Like, I, I just feel mm -hmm. every time we think about these armchair imaginary projects, Blue Sky, I always circle back to... Hollywood land and I'm sure you guys might have had this on your list too but like what in the heck are they planning to do with that area right yeah it's on my list too a Hollywood pictures back lot let's pick a time period <laughs> like <laughs> what when is, when are we <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean and so it's great to, it's uh neon lights too like, what, yeah what's going on here yeah. yeah, I mean, a little too too neon, but um, I mean, anything, just even an announcement would, would keep me happy. Even if they say, okay, well, this isn't coming for five more years, but at least to know that they are actually thinking about what to do back there would kind of like um, scratch my itch, so to speak. I mean, they keep adding different things to everything else, but Hollywood from the beginning has always felt so neglected and sad and just lonely. Kind of like real Hollywood, there. really. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're going for. <laughs> I don't know. So that's just you know. I would just love to see, of course, in that Hollywood Studios area. Like it, it can't just be a glorified bar area with shuttered mm -hmm. buildings, yeah, attractions, and, and Monsters Inc. Like the, so random, right? 
I mean, at this point, I would have loved to have kept Superstar Limo because at least it would have been yeah. Hollywood. They've got, so they, I made a little note too because I was thinking about the same thing. They have the Hollywood and Dine. They have the Monsters Building, which can easily be used for a great attraction. The Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Building, the PhilharMagic now. They have mm-hmm. all that whole big space. Like, let's, they own everything now. Disney owns literally like almost every single entertainment. Give us, make us a great movie st- ride style ride that goes through movies like it, it it would fit in so well there give us there's something no like that to. there's no, there is reason, no reason not to do a great movie ride here yeah they have so much space they own everything <laughs> like they own they have a monopoly on everything they could make something really amazing and actually utilize the space make it feel like hollywood make it feel like california bring it all back <laughs> yeah <laughs> Full yes. circle. We're yeah, bringing full- back to California to Bring Disney back. Adventure. Yes. They should take the stars from that Netflix show you were talking about, Joel, and make them do a mm. ride. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, when I was watching that show, just to tie tie it into this, is um, I kept thinking about Hollywood Tower of Terror. <laughs> you know, know, they they had some um scenes where the bellhops were wearing the costumes, and I, I just like you know reminiscing of, of the good mm. old. Twilight Zone days. Like that first episode when he goes into the Beverly Hills Hotel and he see he goes into What's Your Face's room with like all the palm trees, like the palm wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like my dream decor. <laughs> <laughs> like all the Blanche Devereaux like decor. Give it to me. I want it. Well, anyway. uh, Derek, just remember we will always, we still have Tower of Terror, and we will still have Splash Mountain. We just need to go to <laughs> Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> there you go. And that should definitely be on our on our bucket list, guys, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, and so you know, speaking of Hollywood, I know that there have been thoughts about adventure uh, adventures uh, Avengers taking over. Is that even a, a real thing, or is it really just going to be limited to Avengers Campus? I, I don't know if they're planning to expand. I think that they originally the were wanting to go, and I, I'll speak to this a little later. I think originally. At least the rumors has always been Avengers and Marvel was going to take in that back corner. And then the yeah. Eastern Gateway project was going to help with help expanding that area. But with Eastern Gateway um, being canceled or shelved for now, they can't do some of the plans they were planning on doing with extending out that that the gates, if you will, of that Hollywood Studios area. So I, I think it's going to be limited to Avengers Campus for now. I could be wrong, but that's my understanding. Yeah. And so so aside from Hollywood, I think uh, what I would really love to see is them commit to extending the trolley all the way through the park. I would love to see it going down the parade corridor, if that's a possibility, and just make it a, a, a real transportation option for DCA. I think it would be really cool to see that, um, you know, sipping down, down its path. A little Not bit of that kinetic that. energy yeah, <laughs> going through. <laughs> we need more of that. Never can get enough of that, right? Um, what, one thing that I would have really liked to have seen too is them to have expanded the San Francisco theme. I, I really enjoy San Francisco as a city and think it in and of itself there's so much charm to it. And I was I'm really bummed when DCA first opened up and you know they, we did have golden dreams, but just to have that one little sliver of a pathway that didn't have anything in them except, you know, just 
offices behind those um, facades and now the restroom, of course, but Ooh, the they really could have <laughs> they really could have done so much more with the San Francisco theme, you know? And so hey, one idea I, got, I had hey I gotta put in my artwork into Luminaria. Uh, me too. High five. Air high five. Wow. Okay. <laughs> also, um, I did my cash register training for Main Street um, right there in that building. So it's very dear and near to my heart. <laughs> Those all sound so special, guys. You know? It was for yeah. everybody. Everyone magical. took advantage of this. <laughs> so magical. Um, you know, and I, I really don't know now where they'd place it or if they can move it anywhere else, but it would have just been a nice compliment, I think, to the, the California theme if we're wanting to stick to the California theme and what they were wanting to do with it. One idea I, ha I had, um, you know, this was way before they came up with the whole Runaway Railway um, name. So I think, you know, Disney, I'll take credit for that one. Thank you very much. But I had envisioned um, a runaway trolley ride, you know, um, San Francisco is known for the trolley systems and um, you know what would it have been if you know you're riding up the the hilltop on a trolley and suddenly the brakes go out and you're careening down and thinking you're gonna crash into the bottom of the hill but for whatever reason something magical happens and you're saved and I, I don't know I thought maybe that could uh, tie into some of the more current or relevant things that they um, did Big Hero 6 comes to mind if we want to kind of flip the San Francisco theme and they did the whole what was it, San Francisco? Mm -hmm. I it think called? so, yeah. San Francisco, I think so. Yeah, Fran and Sa yeah, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. San Francisco. San yeah. Francisco. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, Disney loves to tie in their, their properties to everything. And so why not have done something creative like that? And um, along the same lines as the Rocketeer style ride, they could have done something along the lines of the, the of the scene where um, Baymax, you know, starts flying all over Fran San Francisco um, and you probably like strapped on top of him and flying around seeing different things. A hyper um, soaring over California adventure, so to speak. Well, Derek, maybe you're forgetting, but Inside Out takes place in San Francisco. So basically, <laughs> oh, there you, you go. If you go on emotional whirlwind, you're already in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, everything cannot tie back to emotional whirlwind. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's its own little sad thing in the corner there. But yeah, I mean, they could have made that into a San Francisco area too. So yeah, there you go. Those are Can't some be a negative Nancy. What? what? <laughs> It's all good and fun until that mm -hmm. actually happens in real life. The trolley. And a bunch of people die. And it's this attraction. At oh my gosh. Uh, it's like why Superstar Limo had to yes, be. I guess I was going to say, like, we did not get the Superstar Limo of our <laughs> dream. supposed to be. Yeah. Well, that's really cool, Derek. I like your ideas. Uh, my ideas also centered a lot on Hollywood pictures backlot. So I kind of gave my idea already, but. I do really think that we should have a great movie ride, California side. I mean, why not? It should be there. Something like that, some sort of thing. But my other thought, because I also really want to bring it back to the whole California, unless they're telling us a name change of the park, I want it to come back and encompass California, is I want a Golden Dreams, the ride. I want like a uh, something with lots of animatronics, something similar to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean style or 
Spaceship Earth style, where there's all these different scenes of things that have happened in California's history. You kind of have Califia coming in as your as your guide through the history of California. Um, a remixed version of Just One Dream. I mean, Ooh. like it writes itself. And they Where already have the Lippy dolls. They are. <laughs> yes, they've already just. <laughs> Well, they'll have to take out some of those uh, Monsters, Inc. ones oh, and put the, put the whoopee back on the, the CDC characters. <laughs> but yes. Where would you put this? I don't know. That's not my I'm blue sky imagineering. I build a second level. I don't care. <laughs> OK. <laughs> uh, Maybe but, they could uh, take out the um, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Oh, I love that area. Uh, <laughs> uh, take out, we may not use it all the time, but I know the necessity of that. that take area. Honestly, take out The Little Mermaid. I, I mean, as much as I personally love The Little Mermaid as a movie, take it out and put something bigger there. I mean, they'll have to like take up more space. Take up Derek San Francisco area. We don't need it. They're not using it for anything. <laughs> the Little Mermaid could have gone across the way in the yeah, pier itself and then, you know. Yeah, it could have. But I would just, mm, I would just really like right. to see more things relating back to California. Little Mermaid has zero to do with California. Pixar Pier has zero to do with California. If they're going to keep the name California Adventure, I just want it to kind of relate a little bit more to California. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. we need that California theming. I, I, it's, I, it's frustrating that it's. I mean, honestly, no when I when I heard California Adventure, you know, way back when they were first talking about it, I'm like, I, why do you need California in California? But now that there's less and less of the California, I miss it, and I I do understand. I do get it. If you're coming from if you're coming from out of state, you know, you want to go to Disneyland. I don't have time to get the whole California experience. It's expensive <laughs> to go to Disneyland. I don't have time to tack on extra days. Well, we can't even get the California experience living here. So, exactly. There's I mean, a romanticized version. Exactly. Yeah, I would love to see some uh, the, stuff. That the I clean Hollywood streets. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, you know, there's not like poop on the ground when you're walking around LA. Yeah, right. let's get that. Well, yeah. I mean, when they did the whole reboot, it was brilliant. I thought like, wow, they finally figured out how to bring the California theme to fit in with Disney theming and, you know, and then we get Pixar Pier. <laughs> I know, man. But I I think the first thing they need to do really is to pick a time period for Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Give us mm -hmm. a time so we know so we know what's going on. I feel like it was talked about where they said this was going to be the t or like maybe it was phase two of the redo i don't i don't remember but i thought they were talking about making a specific time period for um hollywood picture or hollywood land and i don't know why they have not gone anywhere towards that but i guess if you did that you couldn't have like adventures back there eh. <laughs> 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 i mean i but, love the adventures but i still feel there's i feel like there's enough of a separation like hollywood or uh What's it called? The Tower of Terror. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mission Breakout? Mission Breakout. I don't. I can never remember the name. <laughs> Mission Breakout is far enough away from the rest of Hollywood Studios. You have to go down that path. You have to go past mm -hmm. the Hyperion. It's far enough away. It doesn't need to like Yeah, just put a interfere. sign and boom. It's oh, no, a that's fine. Land. I don't even include that in the Hollywood land. That's yeah. part of Marvel. That's part of yeah. Avengers yeah. Campus now anyway. So I, I mean, 
you, like how they had Avengers and all like the meet and greets mm. in the back lot area I, or in the Hollywood Studios area. That, that's where I'm like, if you go all in, them, you can't have Avengers in there. Put them in them in these extravagant like the feathers and stuff, like the 1940s like movie stars, just extravagant yeah. costumes. We got yeah. Peggy Carter. Bring yeah, put Peggy Carter in. Just make it the 1940s Avengers and Captain America. There we go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else? Was that it? No, that's it. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get my Golden Dreams the ride, I don't care about it. <laughs> well, thanks, Beth. So before I read mine, I, I did. I, I posed the question on Twitter. Just uh, what's the one thing that you would want to see uh, beyond Marvel? What's the one thing you want to see DCA uh, move forward with? So this is what I posted on Twitter. Um, here's just some of the responses I got. So our money, the bomb stated... Revert to Paradise Pier 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yes, if please. not, yeah. If not, I'd love to see some new life put into the animation building. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the animation agree. building. Yeah. What would you put love in those ideas? Building? I mean, it's so beautiful in like the first level inside, and they just kind of like let it all go to crap at the. Well, it doesn't help levels. that the sorcery's workshop, sorcerer's yeah. sorcery's Sor- workshop, Sor- sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, you lost that last segment that most people I don't even think knew existed. I, that was not a lot the of best went part. There. It was so cool. Well, it was nice and dark and just, it, it was really neat. And I'm sad that we don't have that anymore. And it was just nice that it was one way and you go through it and then you exit. But it would be nice for them to kind of build upon that and kind of flesh that out um, a mm-hmm. little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, at Mario Graciotti, he stated, re-theme Hollywood land and all its facades, repurpose the unused sound stages, fill her magic, for something permanent, permanent and unique to DCA. Yes, Mario. I don't think anyone disagrees with you. <laughs> Love that. Oh, we, are, we are on board. Yes. Uh, sorry if I say this incorrectly, but at Adrian, Adrian, nineteen eighty nine, um, stated Ink and Paint Club, table service, restaurant, and lounge. And then Mario Graciotti responded back with with a silly symphony dark ride and a Fantasia live show. Big yes. So. Oh man, that's perfect. Those are great ideas. Doesn't that work perfectly? Yeah. Yes. You can and do the so ink much and with paint it. club would go so well in Hollywood land. Right? Yeah. yeah, so well. Yeah, I love it. Next to animation courtyard or animation building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot you can do with that. So good ideas there. Uh, at Disney lover underscore 152 said more family friendly rides. Coco. And hey. Coco. <laughs> and major Hollywood land refurbishment. It just needs more life. Redo facades, add new rides, etc. So I think we're on board with that too. Yes. Um, he also added that Monsters Inc. land desperately needs an overhaul. So I, I think sad. he's kind of on, to, he or she, sorry, is on to something where, yeah, it's pretty much just Monsters Inc. land back there. <laughs> it yeah. needs a complete redo. Disney, uh, take heed. I mean, there's a, there's a theme going on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I really, even if they just redid the whole side of the Hyperion and made it a building like in that, quick um imagineering scene when they were announcing all the plans you guys remember that and they lifted up mm-hmm. the back they lifted it up and it's like there's a new backdrop yeah that would have been perfect <laughs> yeah we still need that phase two day. or whatever of that <laughs> yeah um at alex kiddo said bring this bad boy over from hong kong and he posted a pic of mystic manor Theme it to either Ooh. Winchester Manor or Winch- the Manor up in Eureka. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I, was, I was trying to think of a way to incorporate Winchester, mm-hmm. uh, the Winchester Manor, and that's that's a great way to do it. Something similar along those lines. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's tough to figure out where you could possibly put it. Um, 
uh, maybe in that winery area just because just build a second level yeah second level <laughs> everywhere that's all we need <laughs> i mean they could probably go in like the paradise gardens area excuse me that's my way. favorite that's the only thing that's still good <laughs> <laughs> i mean no don't take away the beer garden but like you know i mean you can get rid of goofy sky school no that's one true. really cares well you could but, extend you know, the san francisco style street along where uh Little Mermaid is and change there you go. into Mystic Manor. Yeah. I'm I mean, and isn't Mystic plausible. Manor, isn't Mystic Manor, um, like, didn't they get the inspiration from Winchester? Yes. Am I crazy? Yeah, That's right? my understanding. So it's all. Don't quote me on that, but I thought they took a lot of the um, inspiration from Win- Winchester. Right, so fits right in. Uh, at Daniel James 87 said, more of a Southern berm, redo of Hollywood land to ditch the studio concept and more of a romantic fantasy of old Hollywood and utilize unused sound stages for at least one large scale dark ride. So kind of what yes. we've already talked about. Exactly. We'll talk more about the berm. Uh, he also said lots of opportunity for different scenes, gags, as we navigate through the cursed sound stages. So he's on to something oh. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. And then just on to my favorite from Sam Carter, or also known as at Carter. Oh, oh shoot, shoot. He says he gave the backstory of this. I think it's at Cartar sauce. I think that's Cartar sauce. Yeah. Cartar. Yeah. But he just simply said a berm and I'm all for that. And I think DCA <laughs> definitely needs some type of berm. It doesn't have to be a dirt berm, kind of like what Disneyland is traditionally known for, but just something blocking out a lot of the outside world. But let's get into this. So for me, I want to start off with, it's amazing how superior DCA has become over the years. Um, that just to think not so long ago, we would have all been pleased with the long-running rumors of Rock and Roller Coaster going in the back um, along Monsters, Inc. and Hollywood and Dying. That was rumored forever back in the early and mid-2000s, and I think a lot of us would have been fine, but could you imagine if they ended up putting that in there and kind of what it would be like now? You know what? If they, took the shocker, if they took the shocker out of the pre-show, I don't even want it. Yeah. It's- <laughs> well, what's the point now? No, there's no reason to even go on it. <laughs> Yeah, um, kind of stick out, I think, like a sore thumb. But with everyone else, I added, let's expand Hollywood Studios section, but into the East Tram area for the Toy Story parking. This is what I was just talking about. It was originally proposed when the Eastern Gateway project was a, was a thing. Um, unfortunately, that was canceled. I'm going to blame all the businesses along Harvard Boulevard that don't understand the benefit that would have actually brought Eastern Gateway, but that's another subject, and now we're getting political. But the Eastern Gateway project would have allowed for another parking structure over on the other side, on the eastern side. And then you would have walked across over a bridge to the tram loading area. And the security would have been over there on the other side of Harbor Boulevard. And then when you came over, you just went straight in. And therefore they could have expanded out the back area of Hollywood Studios and made a whole fleshed out additional theming, additional area, maybe another each, whatever. But they could have really expanded on that area. And I think there was even blueprints or some type of plans that were revealed that this is what they were looking to do with that Eastern Gateway project. And unfortunately, that fell to the wayside. And hopefully that is something that does return in the future, because I think there's still a necessity for that just to have the additional parking over on that side. But if they did do this, of of course, we need to close Monsters Incorporated and just demolish that whole stretch. I don't want them to put something new in that building. No, just, just use all that space. Yeah, all that yeah, space. So much down. space. Now no let's. Cares. Now here's me being realist. I know we need to have some type of flex space for businesses and corporate 
companies to come in and do whatever, which is stage 12 or whatever. That's what they use that. The old millionaires building? Yes, thank you. So I know they use that space a lot for those type of events. And I know that is necessary, but let's try to retool that and figure out another place because you have so much land there with like one, two, three, four buildings that are really rarely used if you include Monsters Incorporated. I think we could really tear out the whole area and do a lot with that theme. You know, we always talk about continuing the theme of a romanticized Hollywood of the 1930s um, and not focus on a working studio look or theme, but rather the Hollywood that we've always dreamt about. I think the issue with that will be the Me Too movement. Um, we have to be careful with that because the Hollywood of that time did have a lot of a lot of issues back then. Um, and we even saw like the old casting couch sign that was definitely not mm-hmm. okay to be, <laughs> to be in a Disney <laughs> park. Um, but I really don't think the casting couch was really romanticized. That was a little too realistic. Yeah, it was yeah. just realistic. It wasn't romantic. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Question thought, though. Yeah. So do we really need a corporate building? I mean, I understand from a business perspective, but like, I just feel like it's such a cop out to use space for a park for that purpose. Yeah. Like, what go to they... the hotel and then walk to the park when you're done. Yeah, they've got all these rooms at the hotel. I mean, not like room rooms, but they have like ballrooms and conference. They have a convention center. Yeah, yeah. So right. They, yeah, yeah. You could definitely do stuff at the convention center. I know at peak times they can be using the convention center and some of these flex spaces. Uh, I know. I mean, look at 2003. And I mean, it's still like that. laughing place. We use that back area of Big Thunder Ranch as a yeah. great little spot. And that was strictly just a kind of a corporate events area. So I think a, a space is needed, but it doesn't need to, when you have that much potential for an area, I yeah. think it needs don't, to be yeah, don't take sacrifice. That. I understand they need to make money and I understand that they need to find a place to make that money. However, there's too much potential in that area is too dead. And I feel like make that park, so it, it will go exponentially better if they retool the whole area right agreed right but i was adding on here perhaps more of a celebration of hollywood and la in general but regardless there does need to be an e-ticket in that back corner and i think everything would kind of start to come together just by having an e-ticket back maybe hollywood and dine and going out into the the tram area i think that would really help but if we go into this a little bit deeper and we talk about the berm that so many people have already kind of talked about online i'm really big on needing to have that separation just more trees block views from the outside from the parks and vice versa so my challenge has always been with dca when you walk in you go left into hollywood land and you know you're just following that street of where the the tram area is and you just you're not disoriented you know exactly where you are maybe just because i go often and i'm familiar with the lay of the land you can see it easily. And when you're coming into the park, you can also see it. So like you can see yeah. the backside of Soren, and you can see, and while it's themed ish, you can still see it and you can still <laughs> see the studio uh, back lots and the, the buildings from the other side of, or outside of the park. I feel like if you didn't see that and know exactly where you were, when you came into the park, it would give that little separation and kind of escapism from the outside world. Where right now I think DCA lacks. This is something I'm going to kind of fault Knott's for, even though I love Knott's Berry Farm. But it reminds me a lot of Knott's where you go into some of these areas, you go up on any type of attraction, uh, or even in like uh, Camp Snoopy, and you go up on towards the back there with uh, the, the Ferris wheel. You are right next to the street. And if you go up 10 feet, you can see the street perfectly. Yeah, you see area. everything. Yeah, uh, the claim jumper. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember <laughs> um, the last time I went there, we were when we were leaving. You know, you drive on the street out, and it's just like a chain link fence. And right. Logan's, Logan's going, oh, I rode that ride. I rode that ride. I rode that <laughs> ride. Like, she can see everything. It's like, no magic. Yeah. And it's not like, <laughs> it's not a, a real problem for, like, Knott's Berry Farm. It's fine. But for DCA, I feel like it could be so incredibly better just by this one fact alone if they just bro- blocked out some of this area. I know, like, we have Coaster, We have the Pal Around. You're going to be able to see Catella and the outside world. But I feel like a lot of the area, when you're not on these attractions, you can kind of block it out a little bit further and create some type of separation. So just some trees, just something to kind of block it out from the outside as well while you're inside. But I think that's that's a, a big part for me is just trying to create that, hey, I'm coming up to D.C. I only see the entrance. I don't see Soren and I don't see the backside of um, who wants to be a millionaire, right? Right. I think that's a really good point. I never really stopped to think about it, but you know, nothing about seeing those buildings excites me about going into the park. I don't see the billboards of Hollywood and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to be going into Hollywoodland, you know? Right, right. Right? And so, yeah, I think that that's a very good point. Like, and like to block even, that off. even the backside of, oh my God, what's it called? Not Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Guardians. Mission. I'm gonna put a little sticky note right here so I can see it. Obviously, not your favorite. No. Well, actually, I really liked it. It was really fun. But even the backside of Mission Breakout is just so, like, they just left it so plain. Like, I get it. You don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on theming the backside of a building that you can't see from inside the park. But even just driving up and seeing like the backside of it, you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. A building. And that's something that even Animal Kingdom faces with Everest. Yeah, exactly. Else. But uh, you're right. You're right up against that. And then like, if you look at Indiana Jones or Indy, the back isn't themed to the front. So when you go up, let's go back to 2000 or 1999 when there was a parking lot. You, you still saw the building, but at least it wasn't themed to a temple. You know, you just saw, you know, it was painted green flats. They, yeah, they tried to blend it in a little bit at least. Yeah, but you don't know what's in there unless yeah. you know too much. But it doesn't make you totally understand, oh, there's Indiana Jones and there's a show building for it. Instead, right. it's just kind of, it's just a building there and you don't understand that's how that incorporates into the park. And even the new hotel going up behind Pixar Pier on the other side of Catella, I don't Ooh, know if you guys have seen yeah. it yet, but the architecture actually blends in with the pier. So I'm okay with this one. I know a lot of people want to not have that visible right there and you can see it just right through Coaster. But Damn. it blocks the convention center. So I think it's a win-win. And it does kind of, I mean, I think it's themed just as well, if not better than how Paradise Pier Hotel looks from uh, inside the park. Well, that's good to know. I do remember seeing that last time I was there. And I think it was still, like, it wasn't done yet. And so I was super worried because I could see it so obviously through the Incredicoaster. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that it's at least themed to to complement and blend in a little so yeah, it, it, yeah i think it really blends in well it has that i don't know how to explain the architecture but i think it fits for kind of a boardwalk feel and i'm going to look down even further down the road i'm going to go a little far here if the eastern gateway gets built a new parking structure is completed and when something fine and someone finally gives up on the garden walk oh my god just let it die already it's okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's not gonna happen it is really sad yeah but it's depressing. i I think there is a real potential for a third gate over there. There are hotels and apartments that would need to be purchased. And I know there's plans, you know, there's hotels going on top of Garden Walk, but I wouldn't say it's impossible for that third park to still happen. And I'm not talking like in five years, this is like 15, 20 years down the road. But 
you can still put a long hotel along the garden walk, um, which essentially is what the original plans were, were, but you have two stories. Instead, just have the hotel there. You have still some stores on the bottom, and then you can have the mass transit that we've always wanted going from Disneyland over to um, what is now Toy Story Lot. But I think it's doable. I would prefer it not to be some water park, but if it's uh, a third park with the right transportation from getting from DCA or, or from the main entry plaza over there, I, I think it's a, a solid idea. It could be a park with water, AKA Disney sea. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just get that over long beach. Let's do this. <laughs> but I think, you know, we're, we're all talking about, and the theme is obviously we need to redo Hollywood land. So obviously Hollywood land needs to be done. But after that, it's crazy to think, think about how much has changed at Disneyland over the course of these 65 years. And there's, even if you look back to like the seventies and eighties, you feel like you knew like, yeah, there's still so much potential here. You have all this other land. I don't think DC has anything further beyond this area behind Marvel land or Avengers campus. And then hopefully they could extend out to the Eastern tramway area. But besides that, then you are already starting to get into, well, it's just time to start knocking down things and put something new there. Yeah, they really have to utilize the space that they already have very wisely. So that's why, you know, use those like four buildings that you have in Hollywood land. That's where it's done, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody want to have, add anything else for California Adventure? Nope. All Good right. luck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then let's move on to our next part of this. It's still blue sky, but it's going to be about the further end of downtown Disney. So the end of where ESPN Zone is, Disneyland Hotel, uh, Rainforest Cafe, that section. But I wanted to ask what we thought we could possibly see down there and what we would like to see happen now that, you know, any type of hotel going in that spot is really up in the air. And who knows if that would ever happen. But what do you think, Joel? Well, so now walk with me, if okay. you will, okay? All right. I, I will. So come with me on this journey. Come away <laughs> with me. Eureka. Eureka. <laughs> wow. So before we go down this path, just keep in mind, the parking structure has now been built in the symbol lot. So this is where everyone will park in downtown Disney over there. Forget about the parking lot that we all know of right now, okay? So we have the new parking structure, and now we're coming from Disneyland. We're going across the bridge, across Magic Way. We're just passing Tortilla Joe's. Um, the Lego store is still there on the left-hand side. But after we passed it, everything else is gone, all right? As you start walking in what's now the former Rainforest Cafe and the ESPN Zone buildings, um, you notice they're absent. They're completely gone. Instead, you have a lush landscape with evergreens that slope down into an eco-lake-sized body of water. So think of like the eco-lake. Is that right? Echo. Echo. Echo Lake. Uh, nestled up to the lake is a walkway just slightly above it. Okay? So you can either go to the right to more stores and restaurants that curve around the lake. Um, and if you hang right, that's where the current new walkway is. So it's already built. That's the walkway that takes you uh, across the street, you know, up the up the ramp. So it takes you up across to the Pixar Palace parking structure area. So there's a lot of space here. And this is where a value-like resort, I think, could go. 
you know, it's thank you. Too, yeah, we need this, a value. This resistance. was like my one idea. <laughs> no, shoot, I'm sorry, but you know, oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Paradise Square Hotel, which is no longer value resort because it's too expensive. There's no more AP ninety nine dollar deals that you know wasn't that long ago. <laughs> they were so nice. But, so and I did not take advantage of them at the time. Um, but we could do something really cool back in the area. You could do Atlantic dance hall size dueling piano um, entertainment area um, like Beth Loves that we talked about on our last mm-hmm. episode. Um, you could have restaurants just still there. You definitely need the anchor store because there's a lot of space. That parking structure, that parking lot is not that small. So there's a lot of area to to grow. But I think what would be really cool is a maybe a Thunder Mesa resort. And now hear me out. Thunder Mesa not Thunder Mesa like you know from the Mark Davis old concept art that didn't go into Disney World, but it's still a Western-themed type re- uh, resort. Can't be too tall because you would see it from inside the park there. So instead, you have this nice little you know two-story, maybe three-story resort, but behind that area, this is where you, where you could bring back the Circle D Ranch. Now, Circle D has left the backstage of Disneyland, and it's now in Corona and Urco area, but it would be nice to bring those horses back and all the wildlife back into the, um, at least to the resort. You know, you lost the Big Thunder Ranch area. They're no longer there, but you could have Circle D back on location. You could go behind the resort, maybe have a little tunnel to get through. Um, and you could do it either petting zoo or just have people randomly go over and see them. It doesn't need to be an attraction or anything big or overwhelming. Just like kind of what the Tricycle D Ranch has been over at the Fort Wilderness in Magic Kingdom or in uh, Disney World. So, I think there's a lot of opportunity. I'm dreaming here. I know that's never going to happen, but it would be kind of cool. Um, and then it'd be really easy even for those horses to get into Disneyland because you can still just cross the street right there um, and go through that emergency gate that they use already for emergency emergency vehicles um, as they cross that tram route across Magic Way. Now, that's going right of the lake. It gets more western to the, white, to the right, but if you go to the left, we could have more of a boardwalk Martha's Vineyard combo style resort in the area just kind of in the area that was proposed before you have that whole area of amc and of course that's gone it was a hotel that was supposed to go in this general area anyway so you could have this lake with a boardwalk type atmosphere and to the left you have a boardwalk style resort and then on the other side you have like a western style resort but i feel like you could still have a lot of people go down to the area you could still get through over to disneyland hotel but i think that's just a whole fleshed out idea i know this is not realistic but it's just my thoughts. Would a Circle D style thing be smelly? It absolutely would. <laughs> Depends but, who you're asking. But wait, this is a real question. Um, I guess I've never really thought about it. But so are the horses like driven in daily from Corona? Or how I are they getting to the park? I think there are a couple horses. I see someone correct me if I'm wrong. I, I Please, somebody you don't, you don't, let us you don't know have online. to keep this in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I, I never thought about it. <laughs> I think well, there's like some sort of ranch of some sort, right? There is a ranch in Corona. <laughs> is, I mean, like on the property somewhere for them? I to, think it's a smaller one. And I think there's right? only, yeah. I, get, I think they get to stay for like a week at a time or something. Okay. I could be wrong, yeah. but I think they get a week and then they, they change them out. And then they go back up to the, the ranch. But yeah, they, it, it could be smelly. However, the Circle D Ranch was on site before and it was right behind Big Thunder Ranch and I never smelt them before. Yeah, I, I honestly, I've only ever smelled horses on Main Street, so but, well, for one, I would love the goats to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss them so much. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I I want some sort of value resort, and I'm I wasn't sure if the I'm not sure if the right idea is to build a a deluxe or moderate resort at the end of downtown Disney, and then just make Paradise Pier hotel to Disappear. be the value mm-hmm. or just to make it be the value resort. I'm, I wasn't sure how like grand they're going to get, but I agree there needs to be some sort. I know that Disneyland does not really separate their hotels like Disney World does into the, the different categories, but I really do feel like everything is so, 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 so expensive mm-hmm. to stay, to get in that Disney magic on property feel that I really feel that they do need to make somewhere needs to be a value whether they just okay fine we're back to having you know our our old hotel that we purchased to be the value resort and this new one is the the deluxe but they need to do something to kind of bridge that gap there yeah and i really do like your ideas joel um simply for the fact that it, it it seems to make the whole area feel like you're in a resort right and mm-hmm. so as it stands today i feel like um even with everything that's been changed that it is still a local area it's not really necessarily a vacation destination uh i mean it is of course but um the value of what you can get outside of the parks is is lacking right now and so i think that's why we're having this conversation and just the thought of being able to walk around into different themed areas um is great and so it, you know, just give us anything really in those, <laughs> those areas, <laughs> something to walk out of the park and into to something different. I think any of these type of things will be pretty far down the line line now um, with everything that's going on. But it is fun to dream. I mean, I don't know how, f- how far we're getting into it, but I I really like I have thoughts about the hotels that we have right now. Or, but maybe we should save that for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um what theming would you like to see in in if they were to build a hotel in downtown Disney? What theming would you like to see? What was it going to be? I don't. I literally do not remember. There was no theming. It was no. It, it was, was just, just gonna be like, like, like fancy a hotel, four star, yeah. five star hotel, just fancy hotel, contemporary, yeah. but actually contemporary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you're going to be a Disney hotel, you just you need to have a theme. Like well, that's what Disney is known for. What was the name for the one that was going to go where uh, River Country is? Mm, or was? I don't remember. But that hotel that was supposed to go there that I think has been canceled. But I know a lot of people, and I know, Derek, you stressed how you were not a fan of it not having a full theme. And I get what, what? Disney Oh. Because I know they're was going it like with like reflections or something? Reflections, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But I understand what they're going for because it still has woodsy feel and but a very green location uh build that it's still very modern and a lot of people mm-hmm. could still really i think re- not relate to it but feel comfortable with it and f- feel like they're living or staying at a very luxurious hotel while not having the full-on disney theming that we love so much i think there's a lot of people that just want some nice hotel and i think that's how they okay. can break you can that get market. that at the Hilton yeah go to right. the partner hotels <laughs> <laughs> save yourself a bunch of money go to yeah. the Hilton I mean Florida has tons of hotels right. that are that are not Disney themed that are nice and beautiful you can get that anywhere else and pay half the price <laughs> like I feel like if you're going to 
go for the Disney experience, you want something themed. And I'm not necessarily saying it has to be a full huge theme like the Star Wars hotel where you're immersed in like every second that's you live and breathe Star Wars. Right. But I just feel like you need to have like a consistent theme. It could the theme could be lush uh jungle luxury i don't know i don't know what the theme was i mean but it, i feel like it has to like have a specific theme in order for you to be paying that money otherwise you literally might as well stay at any other nice hotel in the area i think what's different with reflections is that you have the access to fort wilderness wilderness lodge area and you're right off of bay lake so you have some extra amenities it's, that you I wouldn't mean, have at the Hilton. Sure, right. it's beautiful, but I'm just thinking for me as a person booking rooms is that is that enough to make me pay that extra money mm -hmm. rather than yeah, an equally beautiful hotel that has like its own water park and all this other stuff that's right there in Florida 2 miles down the road yeah. still within the like within the Disney World like compound. I'm just mm -hmm. saying. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Disney World. That was not the theme. Sorry, <laughs> I brought it all like the crazy place. That's okay. Well, this has been a lot of fun, guys. I really appreciate everybody coming on here um, and, and taking the time to really looking at what they want to see over at DCA and, and some of the potentials over at Downtown Disney. Um, and I hope this has been uh, kind of soothing or uh, therapeutic for some people listening. So, I just hope though that you know whatever they decide for downtown disney that they decide it soon because it's really sad <laughs> to see everything closed up at the end of the the um the line there by the hotel so i don't know and I, I know they had a plan of action and it went south and we haven't heard anything since mm -hmm. so well whatever you know, happens i yeah. feel like we just know that earl of sandwich will survive whatever happens it's just going to be there they did never, say that they it's never fun. leaving it's never leaving they said it's going to build around it. the new hotel that i know would, it's coming it. back don't worry no it's uh, never leaving be there. <laughs> i would love to see disney springs come to downtown disney in, in what some, way well, I just love the the way that they. Joel redid. was trying to end this episode. I oh, I know. Wow. I'm sorry. I just kind of ran on my own tangent. Were we done? Sorry. <laughs> I was. That was. That was. I was starting the closing segment, but it's okay. So Disney Spring. Uh, well, no, I mean, I I was just really impressed with what they did with the whole Disney Springs area, and I feel like some of that level of theming could be given to downtown disney a lot of the way that downtown disney is themed right now feels very outdated it's mm -hmm. very you know, like, like a mix of different yeah. styles also yeah but the see, plastic um birds of paradise i mean come on <laughs> but you see there that's where people will argue and debate that hey they don't think there's any theming to disney springs yes you have the one area with the springs but you have the one area that's just like an outdoor mall, which I think is fantastic and is needed and is nice and good for the locals there as well. But it is not necessarily the theming that some people are wanting. True. Well, I mean, down, well, downtown Disney doesn't have any true theming. Exactly. No, no. Yeah. So at least yeah. make it look nice. Yeah. The theme <laughs> is plastic dated. birds of paradise. <laughs> Did you not like the neon tinsel trees for Christmas, Derek? Mm. Don't get me started. They were okay. 
<laughs> I think Matt and Braden liked those a lot. I, I honestly did not have a problem, but you know my feeling about Christmas, so it really, you can do a lot with the Christmas stuff and get away with it with me. So. Yeah. I'm not a fair... Yeah, weird halos. I'm not a fair judge of Christmas decorations. <laughs> Some of it's meant to be tacky, and I guess All that's right. what they were going for. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to talk about this. All right. Well, everyone, until our next happy hour, um, you can find us on social media. I'm going to have Beth let us know where you can find us. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, you can find Off Harbor in Maine on both Twitter and Instagram at Off Harbor. And Maine. No, it's just at Off Harbor. You do not know our own. It's <laughs> at Off Harbor. Uh, you can find myself on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Pixie Dust Vibes. You can find Joel on Twitter. He is at Tangaroa Joel and on Instagram at OC Escapism. And Derek, he is nowhere, relatively speaking. I'm trolling all your other stupid social Derek. medias. Come <laughs> with me, guys. Let's go troll. <laughs> well, thank you, Beth. Uh, we truly hope you've enjoyed listening. And perhaps this has provided some hope about the future of DCA. Um, as always, if you're liking what you're hearing so far, please don't hesitate to share amongst your friends. And of course, leaving us an Apple podcast review helps bring visibility to the show. Regardless, we truly thank you for joining us. And with that, remember, we all share the common bonds of hope and sorrow, dreams and joys. Stay well and cheers. 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 Hello, and thanks for listening. See, I hate starting it off because I feel like that hello comes in so strong. And then hello. I, well, <laughs> I always have to adjust it on when I'm editing it because the hello always comes in really strong. Say it a little really bit strong. sadder. Be a little more sad when you say it. Hello. <laughs> yeah, a little more Eeyore. Good. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> I think we're going to start off with Derek. What are your thoughts? Um. <laughs> I thought we were going to follow your lead on this one. Oh, are we doing yeah, that? Thought, yeah, I thought you were starting this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Stay well and cheers. 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 Oh, my God. Okay, ready? Zicky, zicky, zicky. Oi, oi, oi. Oi.